The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. I'm asking every TD to back this bill. Don't vote to evict your own constituents into homelessness. I'd be interested if you know how many new tenancies were created in Ireland last year. They're not new. They're not new. 50,000 new tenancies were created last year in Ireland. And that means 50,000 people found a new place to live. It's possible that in some cases those properties were rented out before, but the fact is, and maybe even in most cases, maybe even in most cases, Deputy, but 50,000 new tenancies created last year means that 50,000 people found a new place to live. It might have been a new property to rent, it might have been just that they were renting it for the first time. Uh, And that is the answer to your question, Deputy, as to where people will go, new tenancies. 50,000 individuals and families found a new place to rent last year. That will be the same this year. In some cases, it'll be social housing tenancies. In other cases, it'll be a private housing tenancy. And in other cases, it'll be a HAP tenancy. Uh, Emergency accommodation is not the solution, but we will increase the amount of emergency accommodation uh, for um, a a, a group that that may may need it, that can't find uh, a a place to go. And I think, Deputy, what you're doing is you're trying to Uh, exploit people's fears and anxieties, uh, and if anything, fuel them. Uh, That is what you're trying to do, exploit fears and anxieties uh, and fuel them when you should be trying to reassure people uh, and help people, and that's uh, that's not what you're doing. The demonstrable, unanswerable evidence of your absolute failure to provide housing, your failure to protect uh, renters. The evidence of that is uh, everywhere to be seen and felt. I went to some lengths to spell out to you what homelessness actually looks like. It's sofa surfing. It's crammed into uh, overcrowded accommodation. It's back in your mum and dad's house, if you're lucky. A lot back with their grandparents. Families separated. Misery, despair, anger. That's the story, Taoiseach, but you don't hear that. You have comprehensively failed, amongst all of your bluster, to answer the one question that matters to people who face this reality now. They're looking it in the eye now, in a matter of days. Where do they go? And I have to say, Count Corley, the trite manner in which you have said that tenancies are abundant, that is not the case. And that, frankly, is an insult to people who you will cast into homelessness, whether they're caught on the official uh, figures or not. That's the reality. Thank you. Um, Deputy, first of all, I know what homelessness looks like, and everyone in this house does. Stop trying to pretend that you know more than us, or that you are somehow uh, more compassionate than us. Uh, Deputy, I've answered your question It would not times, be hard to be more compassionate than you, Taoiseach. The fact that you my answer and interrupt bar. me while I'm speaking shows that you don't want an answer to your question. That's why you have to misrepresent the answer, uh, and that's why you have to interrupt me when I'm, when I'm trying to speak. You have an answer, you won't hear it, you misrepresent it, you twist it. Well, testy exchanges in the Doyle yesterday. I'm joined now by Sinn Féin TD for Dublin Fingal, party spokesperson on workers' rights, enterprise, trade and employment, Louise O'Reilly. And we'll talk to her in just a moment. But first of all, political reporter with the Irish Examiner, Elaine Lachlan, is on the line just to talk us through the choreography of today. Elaine, good morning. Good morning, Pat. So what's going to happen? Yes, well, today is a busy day in the Doyle and it'll be bookmarked, I suppose, by two important votes the first of which uh, the debate is kicking off in about two minutes time in the doll and that's the no confidence motion in the government that the Labour Party have tabled now that that debate will happen um, the government though will table its own counter motion um, stressing that it has confidence in itself uh, to lead and to 
to continue on in government. So that'll be the vote that will be taken immediately after this debate in the Dáil, as I said, it's kicking off in the next few minutes. And then towards the end of the day, we'll have another vote, uh, which again aims to put pressure on the government, and that's that Sinn Féin motion that's been brought forward. Essentially, the wording of this motion is exactly the same as what the government introduced uh, back in the autumn with the winter eviction ban, the one difference is the ending of the eviction ban, that date has changed to January of next year. Um, again, though, the government will table what it's called a, a reasoned amendment to that. Um, it'll stress the things that have been done, the measures that are being implemented and the plans that the government has to increase supply, protect renters and bring in measures for landlords as well. So again, that is that is what we will see voted on later on tonight. But both uh, votes coming from the opposition are aimed at again putting pressure on the government over the housing issue, over the eviction ban, and to keep up that pressure really on the government. And if you think back, Pat, this all started the week before St. Patrick's Day when the Cabinet decided that it would lift the eviction ban from the beginning of April. Ministers then went abroad uh, all over the world for St. Patrick's Day, came back last week into that motion um, that Sinn Féin brought last week, voted on that. And then we have another week where the eviction ban is still top of the agenda in the Dáil. So really a lot of pressure coming on the Mm. government over this issue. Now let's talk about the implications of each uh, vote. Um, the confidence vote, were the government uh, to lose that vote, we have an election. Essentially, yes. Uh, obviously, it's not what the government are expecting at this point in time. They're they're confident that they will have the numbers um, and that, that motion or the counter motion that they'll bring forward of confidence in the government will pass. But as you said, it's a fairly serious motion to put down a motion of no confidence because if it were to pass, it means we're into a general election. The government falls, the Taoiseach does resign, and we are into a new election cycle. As I said, that's not expected today, um, but it, it will put a lot of emphasis on the government, their track record, and what they're doing, especially around the issue of housing. Okay, now, um, based on the polling over the last um, year or more, uh, Sinn Féin would probably like an election, and we'll talk to Louise uh, about that in a moment. They would like an election ASAP. Um, Independents are in less secure situations, not having parties behind them. Possibly the last thing they want to do is have an election. They want to eke out as much doyle time as they possibly can before they have to go to the polls. So... Is it a foregone conclusion that the government will win the day on this one? It does seem to be. You know, the government do have, a, without this, the backing of independence, they have a majority, a working majority of one at the moment. Um, but you would imagine that some independents will also come on board. Now, it is interesting that even those independents, the likes of Sean Canney, um, who voted with the government last week on that eviction ban motion, immediately came out and said, just because we voted last week with the government does not mean that we will be voting with the government in subsequent votes. And they've really been very quiet up until today. And they're not letting, they're, they're not showing the cards as to how they will vote in the, the two votes today. Um, but you would expect that some of okay. those 
uh, would come on board and would back the government to give them a bit more of a majority. Yeah. And abstention, of course, is effectively supporting uh, the government. So if there are no shows or abstentions, that buttresses the government's uh, position. What about uh, should the Sinn Féin motion to extend the ban until the end of January of 2024, what would be the implications of that motion being carried? Yes, and like I said, there will be an amendment tabled by the government which will effectively highlight everything, that uh, all the measures that they've taken so far and what they plan to do to tackle both the emergency in homelessness and the rental sector. But effectively, Sinn Féin are saying that they want... uh, all of the opposition to support them, independence, and then if they obviously could get uh, members of government on board, that would help, or that would, you would imagine, carry the vote, um, and it would introduce uh, the eviction ban or extend the eviction ban until the beginning of next year, which is effectively what Sinn Féin have been calling for. But you have to remember that while the majority of the opposition are in favour of extending the eviction ban, the date is what they differ on. And some members of the opposition are saying that maybe a, a more temporary extension, perhaps for three or four months, would be what they favour. Others favour a, a potentially longer ban of a year. Um, so you may not get the full support from uh, enough people for that uh, measure to succeed later on this evening. And that's what we're expecting. Elaine Lochner of the Irish Examiner, thank you very much uh, for giving us the choreography of today's political activity in the House. Uh, Louise O'Reilly, listening uh, to all of this, uh, I did mention that your party at least would love an election. ASAP? Well, I think what we want, Pat, what my constituents want, uh, what the 4,700 people with eviction notices due to fall uh, that, that will come into play in April want is a government that will actually deal with the housing crisis. We've had 12 years of Fine Gael in government and by all measurements on the issue of housing, the government are failing. Homelessness is up. There's almost 12,000 people in emergency accommodation. Rents have never been higher. The rates of home ownership have never been lower. So, you know, we have a situation now uh, whereby there are 4,700 people, 4,700 families, effectively, 4,700 households who have notices to quit that will fall due from next Saturday and for the month of April. Those people want a change of direction. They want to see, they want a government in place that will actually listen to what's happening, will understand and will take immediate and emergency steps to address it. We don't have that with the current government. So yes, it will take a general election, I fear, for uh, for there to be a change of policy. That is what people want. No. I, and by the way, Pat, I don't buy this nonsense that comes out of the government that people are terrified of an election or that they... Uh, that, that no, the only people, people who are ter- terrified of election are politicians because they, whether their party well, is getting massive, either. no, massive support, you can still have casualties Absolutely. along the way. It does okay. happen. Yeah. I mean, I can think of Nora Owen, who would have felt very secure in her constituency. Mm-hmm. She was a casualty, an unexpected casualty. So no one, no one in Doyle in the House can actually feel sure. But this is not I'm about, certain. Yeah, but this is not about individuals. Um, and it is, uh, you know, to be honest with you, when you look across at the government benches and you see them ashen faced, uh, you know that they fear 
uh, they fear what's coming. They fear having to go back to their constituents. I mean, the, the government TDs in my constituency are largely invisible to their constituents. But I'm out and about. I have two offices that are incredibly busy. Uh, I'm also dealing with uh, with cases over email, you know. And I mean, I would ask a very simple question of the people who would be sitting on the government benches today. I had a woman in with me on Monday. She's a widow. She has four kids. She's on notice to quit that falls due on the 15th of May. Where is she going to go? They can't answer that question. Where is she going to go? She has four children. They're in school in North County, Dublin. The best that she but can hope d- do for. Do you accept that various actions by government, for example, uh, landlords getting out uh, and why are they why are they evicting people? Because it, they have to do refurbs, they have to create extra space. They've got to do all sorts of things in order to raise the rent above the 2%. Um, so are they getting out simply because they want to sell up? They don't want to be landlords anymore. And if you look at what happened, the rental pressure zones frighten some landlords. The eviction uh, ban frightened more landlords. Your eviction ban up to next January and the prospect of Sinn Féin in government with maybe an eternal eviction ban frightens even more landlords. Okay, so, so, so there are yeah, causes we, and effects. OK, so the number of landlords who are, leave, small landlords who are leaving the, the market has been growing since 2017. And that's got absolutely nothing to do with Sinn Féin. Uh, that's government policy and government policy. No, it's has also, no, you have to be a little bit uh, forensic about it. A lot of people got back into positive equity. So they were these accidental landlords. By 2017, things yeah. were looking a bit better. They and no people, longer will yeah. lose and, money and, by and flogging the place. So and, they and flog the place have, and exactly. get out. And people have, uh, landlords have made an investment and they and they uh, they have sold that. But that was happening from 2017. 40,000 landlords exited the market. So we know that that is happening already. Uh, I don't know of any specific efforts made by government to stop that. In fact, from what I can see, uh, you know, the, the numbers have been increasing. The government haven't been no, but uh, concerned Louise, about it. Louise, in fairness to, to, to the government, if they decided to give breaks to landlords which party would be loudest in its condemnation of a government giving concessions to landlords to keep them in the market your party but you'd land- be screaming yeah, blue murder okay. but landlords already have uh, you know a certain amount in terms of tax breaks etc that they can use but the, 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 no, the no, issue no, come here Pat no no just bear with me the compared to the REITs here, they don't have the issue here is that there are nearly 5,000 households on a notice to quit that will fall due in April and the question that people who are going to be voting today on the Sinn Féin uh, bill and on the motion of confidence, the question is, what are we going to say to those people? Where are they going to go? And if anyone on the government or the opposition benches cannot answer that question, well, then they simply have no choice. They Mm. must support the Sinn Féin amendment because what it does is it gives some breathing space. So to that woman, to the widow with four children that I met on Monday, I could say to her, well, the eviction ban is in place. We now have time to work, to work with the council to try to find you appropriate accommodation. We are talking uh, in just a few moments time about the hotel situation where the government has booked out so many rural hotels that uh, the tourist industry is saying, what are we going to do? The few that are remaining are going to jack up their prices to make us an unappealing destination. So, you know, when you say work with the councils, where are the councils to magic up, even in nine months, the accommodation for the people who might be served with eviction notices? Okay, so there's a couple of things that they can do. They could change the tenant in situ scheme rules to ensure that councils purchase properties with the tenant in situ for both social and affordable housing and they could do that. They could streamline the process. They could also allocate more staff to ensure that the process is done much, much faster because at the moment what people will tell you, they they maybe want to sell to the council but they fear that it's going to take a long time. I mean, your party was saying that Dublin City Council had only uh, done, uh, you know, a handful of these transactions. Yes, but the 
reality was that something like 400 were actually in process. So and it does so, take no, no, time. The, the, it does the, take time to, to do all of that. No, no, no. This is something that can be counted. All right. So Dara O'Brien changed the rules on the tenant in situ scheme last April. And one year on, 367 tenant in situ purchases have been made. So it's very easy to quantify this. We don't need to look too hard. 367. So that's in the middle of a housing emergency, in the middle of a housing disaster, housing crisis, whatever word you want no, to but use. But why to use describe the, the five? when you know that the reality of stuff that's in progress has to be counted. It does take time. Well, because completions are what matter. So, you know, when when we gave the figure of seven, that was a figure that came to us from the department via the, uh, sorry, from the council via the uh, Dara O'Brien's department. Those are those are facts and figures. They they were obtained via parliamentary question. So they, you know, but did that, did that not Dublin City Council demur and say, "Hang on, we've been working a lot harder than you're suggesting." Three hundred and sixty-seven across yeah. the state. That's a lot of In processing to be done by legal officers, by all of the and, again, and the conveyancing what, and all of what that. What we want to see is more staff appointed, so this process is faster, so this process can be completed quicker. But what we need is to get some breathing space. What we need for those four thousand seven hundred households who will have received an eviction notice they need some breathing space and I'll say it again Pat if you can't answer the question where are these people supposed to go well then as a government TD or an opposition TD you need to vote with the Sinn Féin bill today. Now uh, some of the uh, comments coming in on WhatsApp from Tom uh, are Sinn Féin saying they could fix homelessness in nine months or are they guaranteeing that if they were in government they'd end the ban in January? Well what we want to do is buy some breathing space so that uh, emergency measures can be put in place okay at the moment there is no plan for those people now let's be, be frank okay so I've heard other uh, parties use words like tsunami and stuff like that it's not going to be like that what will happen for an awful lot of people for those who can they will squash into uh, family accommodation that's overcrowded accommodation that's a mom and two kids living in uh, the box room in her mother's house that's people who are you know looking to maybe put mobile homes in their backyard and all of that kind of stuff but that is overcrowded inappropriate short term accommodation so what we will see not all of these 4,700 households are not going to rock up to uh, to emergency accommodation we know that but there will be additional pressures on emergency sure. accommodation the Taoiseach has acknowledged that he knows that this is going to push people into homelessness. He has said he's going to increase the numbers in emergency accommodation. But we heard yesterday from the government that they're going to make a change to uh, to the rules in relation to cost rental. They're going to make the change on what Dara O'Brien described as an administrative basis. He hasn't talked to any of the approved housing bodies about this. So the 1st of April is on Saturday. This might come as news to some of the people in government. The 1st of April is on Saturday. It's Wednesday now. And to the best of our knowledge, he hasn't had those discussions. So, you know, there is no sense of urgency. OK, but the, the question the that the listener asked, and I, I think I did ask it of Owner Bryn already, is January the 31st, is that the definitive end to the eviction ban from Sinn Féin? Or is it a kind of a shot in the dark? It gives the government time, Pat. They wasted the six months that they had with the last eviction No, but I'm ban. asking I you if you were. Suppose this waste. confidence motion uh, by the Labour Party was won by the Labour Party and we end up in an election. Are you saying that Sinn Féin would or would not end the eviction ban on the 31st of January, right in the middle of winter, by the way? Yes, but the proposal is to buy time to ramp up the tenant in situ scheme, to use new technologies. But to the build. question, you know, yes, are, are you I, making a commitment that one way or the other, if you're in power, that you would end it on the 31st of January? Well, we would use the time effectively. But so would that you we, end it? Is but, that a commitment? Let, let me finish. We I'm would asking use, the question. Yes, I understand. I'm trying to answer it. We would use the time effectively to actually deal with the housing disaster 
to take emergency measures to ensure that the ban on evictions could be No, but is this a commitment? The reason why we are saying we want to extend the ban on evictions is because there is no answer Mm. to the 4,700 households But here's the question I want an answer to. Is this a commitment that one way or t'other the eviction ban under Sinn Féin would end on the 31st of January next year. And Pat, our commitment is that we will take emergency measures to deal with the housing crisis. That we will Your commitment is not to answer that policy. very specific question. But we believe that that is enough time for the government to put in place those measures. Well, then make they the commitment. It. They wasted Then make the commitment. If you months. believe there's enough time for the government, the current government or Sinn Féin government, to fix this by 31st of January next year, well then make the commitment. Pat, we've already said we believe that that is enough time to put the emergency measures in place. What we want is the government to actually listen to the 4,700 households who have eviction notices and put in place emergency measures to ensure these people don't end up homeless. On that note, with or without my answer, uh, Louise O'Reilly, thank you very much for joining us. Louise O'Reilly, Sinn Féin TD for Dublin Fingal, spokesperson for the party on workers' rights, enterprise, trade and... The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk. Employment.